Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Hi everybody, welcome back to Elder Scrolls Off the Record. I am Joe the Widget Wilson, and joining me, as always, as I just really cannot get enough of this guy, he just gets me all kitty, Mystery Varwin. Joe! Howdy! Varwin. Chat room, great Howdy. to see you. Howdy, Joe. partner. I'm glad you're uh, giddy, but uh, let's just, let's remember, this is all plutonic. Completely. We don't hold hands. No. Okay. Elder Scrolls. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> now the person who I do occasionally hold hands with, David Adams. You're damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody at home. Hello, everybody in our chat listening live. Glad to have you all here. We love you. All right. Lou cannot make it this week due to a family emergency. Um, it's It's not himself, but there's... I guess a health issue, a health issue in his family. So everybody give him his best and wish him luck through it. I don't know the the severity of it, um, but hopefully it's nothing nothing bad. But he can't make it today, so we're not going to be doing a lore segment this episode. But we're going to inflate everything else for you guys. And speaking of which, we have to get into our sponsors. That's right, Joe. Elder Scrolls Off the Record is brought to you in part by. Tweaked Audio. TweakedAudio.com. Affordable earbuds for your smartphone or MP3 device engineered for awesome sound clarity and durability. Starting at $19.95, choose from four styles and six colors. My favorite's wood. Use the code off the record for 30% off, free shipping, lifetime warranty yeah, at TweakedAudio.com. What? Ivarwin huh? always gets the wood. Oh my god, I love it when he says that. <laughs> my favorite's wood. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was an homage to your, your Diablo uh, show earlier, Dave. <laughs> um, my my headphones are, are still amazing, and I have not sent uh, Dave his headphones yet either, so Dave's headphones are still amazing as well. <laughs> um, I work out... Those every- show up at, at my house, and there's like... Yeah yellow ear gunk on them I'm going to be mad yeah um, I'll remember that I'll remember that without a doubt I'll keep it in mind um, yeah great stuff if you're if you if you're really in the market for for new for new headphones all right to you know go working out in definitely pick these up I mean when they say that these are you know engineered for sound clarity and durability I mean they're not joking they are not joking at all um, mine mine still hold up beautifully they looked as Brand new is the day that I unwrapped them out of their amazing package. And um, 
Yeah, I absolutely adore them. So tweakedaudio.com, guys. Show up over there. Give them, uh, give them a little loving, 30% off if you use the code off the record. And don't forget that free worldwide shipping either. That's, that's pretty legit. Um, also, uh, our show is sponsored by Continua, the fantasy fiction novel written by Junior Wilson, a.k.a. Joe Wilson, the producer of our network and lead host of Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Now, currently it's an ebook format, but with your help, you can turn this ebook into a paperback book by donating to Joe's Continua Kickstarter. All right, now the goal is to raise $4,000 by September 3rd. We're, we're ticking down. And, uh, Joe, how close are we? We're about halfway at this point? A little uh, more? A lot less than halfway. A lot less than halfway? It's just over a week left, and we're at Not halfway. Come on, guys. I don't Come think on. it's going to happen. Wow. Oh. All right, head over to kickstarter.com. Search for Continua. All right. If you enjoy listening to all of our shows, you can take this opportunity to thank Joe for his hard work, his dedication to the network, and the quality of all these shows. He's, you know, busting his hum every single, every single day, every single week. Minecraft off the record would be nothing without him. He does a lot of work for that server. If you're a Minecraft off the record fan, you know, please just give whatever you can. Let's let's help Joe out. All right. That's uh, Kickstarter.com. Search for Continue. Anything that you could donate would be amazing, and it would really go a long way to helping Joe out. Uh, additional support is provided by such fans as TESAlliance.org, a web community dedicated to modding and modding education for the Elder Scrolls. Head over to TESAlliance.org to learn more. Yay, TES Alliance. Yeah. These guys are pretty cool over there. Yeah, they are. They're uh, it's definitely a very well well put together site. Lots of information. Um, I love their little uh, modding education thing. Really good stuff. You know, I, I mean, these guys know how to mod. Let's let's put it that way. It's like a modding modding university almost. All right, that's it. That's uh, those are all of our show sponsors. Right, well, if I kept myself off of mute, we'd be perfect on this point. Right. While right. you're not muted, I'm going to mute up and eat my banana. You would get that potassium. Mm, yummy. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and go right into the meat and potatoes of this week's show. Uh, I, I kind of miss Lou saying, he said it. I don't know what to do now. I'm, I'm lost. He said it. He said it. Meat and potato. <laughs> it's not the same. I miss Lou, yeah, too. I, I really do cute. need to gain a fascination to meat and potatoes for when Lou's not here. That that didn't come out right. I'm going to mute up and go cry in the corner. Beer back. Yeah, yeah, you do that. Let it all out. Let it all out. <laughs> so, Joe, what'd you do this weekend game? Well, if we're going to go there, uh, I've been insanely busy this last week, but I did get all day today to play, and I got my third slow time shout. Ah, uh, congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. You know, that there's the, the quest before the um, Labyrinthine quest for the Mage College quest is that... Is that uh, um, I'm having a huge for the Dwemer ruins dungeon that you have to go through. And at the end yeah. of it, there's that giant orb you have to use magic to adjust and aligns for the stars, whatever. Right. And there's that NPC there. We have to go find the focusing crystal. And I went, found the crystal, went up there, did it, and for some reason, I, I was taking myself off of magic. So I don't ever use magic. It's like a gross thing to my girl. It's like a spider. So I switched over to my crossbow, not thinking, and accidentally shot the guy, because I'm still not used to how crossbows are already loaded. 
So <laughs> we had the giant epic fight. Of course, you can't kill him, so I had to reload it so I can refinish the quest. Then my stupid cow, Widget Bane, was, got in the way of him on the platform, so he fell off the platform and was sitting there by the orb just staring in the blank wall, <laughs> and I couldn't do anything with the quest further with that. Widget Bane, no! So I had to reload it again. Fine, I, I saved it. As soon as he got to the top platform, I saved it. So I'm not going through that crud again. Finished the quest out. I wanted to kill the douche anybody, but I, I couldn't. Wow. Went to the Labyrinthian, and I was like, oh, I was so, so excited for the skeleton dragon part right at the beginning, because I love that part. I was mm-hmm. prepared to use my slow time shout, the two-level one I had at the time, and just rock his world. I one-shot him. I was wow. sitting there just one-shotting every skeleton, just ping, ping, ping. I see the dragon come out of the ground and roar. I turn one shot at him, went to another skeleton. I look back, and he's dead. Jeez. So did you download that mod that we spoke about last week, <laughs> the one that's meant for godly players? <laughs> I have not downloaded that one yet. I'm going to, though. When I finish Guard, I'm going to. Uh, what else did I do? Oh, I did finish that. No issues at all, except for the fact that that stupid cow has been driving me nuts. What, Widget Bane? Yes. And the fact that I'll be sneaking, and as soon as I draw my bow at something, he'll go run and attack it. And uh. it will drop me out of sneak, and I have to fight everything as normal. Every single time. Well, luckily, he is the during, Bane of Widget. Luckily, before we went into the um, Skeleton Dragon room, he got stuck at the gate and couldn't come in. Hmm. So I stayed in, in sneak. But that idiot... Kept Why don't you just constantly, tell him to... You can't. That's the thing. Is I got to talk to Fred about this. You cannot tell him to go home. The option doesn't work. What? I, I told mine to go home. Like, for real, I, I looked over at him. I was like, go away. And he was like, moo and left. <laughs> didn't work for me. I know a couple of our listeners when I was doing the live stream said that it didn't work for them either. That's crap. So That's not good at all. No. And he's just annoying. I already got rid of my other follower, the Matthew Moat one. Because he was getting in my way constantly. And I got rid of... And now I need to get rid of Widget Bane, because the way I play my character, I need to be solo. I can't have people messing up my sneak. Yeah, I, I had to do the exact same thing. I'm actually glad that you're mentioning all this, because that will eventually lead into the rant that I have. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah. well, I did get my third, time, my third slow time shout, and can I tell you guys how much I love that thing? Yeah, it's it's not really a uh, an, an an Elder Scrolls off the record podcast without without you having that that time shout all in place and its pieces are put together and you're just you know knocking stuff off of ledges with your bow using your your slow time shout. <laughs> there was a point today in the live stream before the show. Okay, I was going to get a helper for the Dongar that the two people that you had to get prior to help out wanted it as well. It's like one of those mm-hmm. little side things. Yeah. So I went into that cave to get him, and of course, Widget Bane aggro's everything in sight. Well, there's one point where you go into a room, and it's a really deep room with a lot of uh, wooden platforms that go up everywhere, and a ton of those healing priests all over the place. Well, naturally, Widget Bane aggro's everything in that room possible. How? I have no idea. But there's piles of enemies coming up this uh, this, this route, this boardwalk, all the way up to me. They all get piled up on Widget Bane. I hit slow time shout and just empty arrow after arrow into them during that point. As soon as the slow time shout ends, everybody is flying back like an explosion hit around Widget Bane. Wow. It was the coolest thing. That's cool. <laughs> and you got that on the live stream? Yeah. 
Oh man, I gotta see this. <laughs> bam, really bam, cool. bam, and everything's just dead. <laughs> yeah. That's that's cool. I did that to a dragon too to show off when I was fighting. It was funny is that as I was on my way to go over that point where if they get that guy, there's this long stretch of land I didn't have anything in between, so I had to use my, my horse to go up there and every fifteen feet something was attacking me. And the chat room yeah, was was joking about that a lot, but it was literally every 15 feet, something had to attack me. I got fed up with this <laughs> dragon that was hunting me, so I just got off my, my horse. As soon as he landed, slow time shot, threw three arrows at him, and just walked up to him. And as soon as the, the slow time ended, the dragon just fell at my feet dead. Looted him and walked away. <laughs> Bet you didn't think that you were playing Final Fantasy VII, were you? Yeah, I know. Take really. two steps, get in a fight. Take two steps, get in a fight. Take two steps, get in a fight. <laughs> yeah. More than that, he's he's Neo from the Matrix, slowing everything down around him and kicking everyone's butt. I feel like and... that's why I love it. <laughs> Dodge this bullet. <laughs> <laughs> but we had an an email from a listener who mentioned this quest that I, that I found earlier when I was first exploring Dongar Keep, but I didn't know what it was, so I didn't bother with it. It's called Deadfall or Dead Drop Falls. And it's a little room okay. off to the right side in the first level of uh, Dongar Keep. And it's not really a quest. It's kind of like a gauntlet that goes into Deadfall what? Mines. And it's got the coolest puzzles I've seen in the game yet. And they're all archery-based puzzles. And I, yeah, oh, I, I read the this. email. I, I saw the place. I haven't gone into it yet. Yeah, it is so freaking cool. And what you get at the end made me squeal, I swear. Yeah, Guys, speaking of archery... Huh? Speaking of archery... You know the um, the woman in the cabin all the way up that mountain that uh, that teaches you how to how to draw your bow and, and hit targets from afar. No. Mm-mm. Yes. You, yeah. The, the one that you you have a uh, yeah. Yeah. The blonde girl. Yeah. Joe, you've never you've never seen this person, Joe. No. Yeah. There's actually an archery teacher. Oh, um, we got an email about a few weeks ago. Yeah. About about her. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Oh. Um. I well, keep forgetting to go find her. All right. Well, I guess my my question is kind of moot at this point because if you guys don't really know about her, then there's really no point in me asking. But <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, Jeff. what was the question? Maybe we can. Well, the thing is, is there, <laughs> there's the 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 uh, she she tries to teach you archery, right? Mm-hmm. And um, she brings you down a little bit down the mountain where she has this this whole like archery range set up. And there's four targets. Three you can see right in front of you, and the fourth one is like way the hell out there. And she teaches you how to use the bow using those targets. And she tests you, and you have a time trial that you have to do. And there's, I think, like three or four stages of this time trial. And the very last stage of that time trial, you have to hit all four within like ten seconds, I think. So the you know the first one is the closest one to you, the 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 second one is a little further out, and so on and so forth. Um, I haven't been able to hit that fourth target all the way out, which is like deep, not in the woods, but like close to the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't been able to hit it, and I'm not exactly sure you know what I'm doing wrong in order to really get this target. I mean, part of my problem is that it's so far out there, the little the little uh, icon, mm-hmm. your aiming icon, is like kind of bigger than the target, and you need to hit the target, not just you know the wooden 
plank, this thing... It's like, it basically what these targets look like are they're, they're wooden sticks sticking out of the ground, no bigger than um, than a fence post. Mm-hmm. They probably are fence posts. And the, they have like a red bullseye painted on the fence post. So you got to hit the bullseye, not the actual post. Have you tried shooting them? All right, what it is, there's two ways of doing it. Archery works on the, um, the drop system. Kind of like a bullet drop, but it has more of an arc, a lot, lot, lot more of a drop because it's a lot less velocity. So you have to aim, depending on the distance, a certain level above the target to let it drop into it. Oh, that's probably what I'm doing wrong then. If you have the zoom, however, that works like a scope. So yeah, but I was be, using the zoom, and I still couldn't hit it. You still have to aim a little bit above it depending on distance, but not, not as much as if you were doing it from a free aim. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the trick is, is when you're talking about a target that's really far out, you try and try and aim above the target if it's stationary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And let it just kind of soar over and then land on it instead of actually shooting and hitting it. Right. And purposely in in the actual world, we'll do go out and and practice my archery by picking targets. Like uh, foxes are my favorite target because they're so small. Mm-hmm. Letting them run far away from me. And then doing that, the raised lead. I used to be in in archery in college on the archery team, and I was one of the top long range archers with a that's curve, surprising with a recurve. Sorry, <laughs> that's surprising. <laughs> and so I'll practice in game, just leading him and taking that shot, but leading above him and ahead of him. So depending mm-hmm. on the direction, like if he's going away from me running. I have to increase my distance higher than what the normal distance would be because I'm going to be catching him ahead of him. So it's just go out there and practice on animals. Let them run away or get a distance away from them and practice hitting them. Skyrim animals, guys. Skyrim, Skyrim animals. Skyrim animals. I want to just say that. You know. <laughs> my bad. No Good animals side, taking a bow and shooting are squirrels. condoned being hurt in this podcast. Except unless they're in digital and game, then murder away. Indeed. Kill the fluffy bunnies. <laughs> in Skyrim. <laughs> well, that's my recommendation on that. Uh, yeah, so, dude. <clears throat> dead drop so falls. I, yes. I'm sorry, yeah, I totally cut you off. Go ahead. <laughs> Do it. It is awesome. You'll love the trap configurate, the um, puzzle configuration, and if crossbow or bow works fine with it. Um, I'm going to spoil something really quick. So, oh. the, what, what I found at the end of it made me so excited. I, I had to I have to talk about it. Um, so everyone who's listening, if you don't want to know what's at the end of that that quest that you find, mute now or skip ahead about 15, 20 seconds. Now. All right. I found elemental bolts. Oh, ho, ho. Fire, frost, and lightning. Bolts. Huh. Yes. There are elemental bolts in the game. It's not a mod. It's in the game. I I have something for you. Along this line, the other quest that I just found today that I'm getting ready to do, mm-hmm. Dave, is that what you're talking to about? Uh, I don't know. I don't. If it is. You're not saying a dang thing. <laughs> well, what? Nothing. 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 Nah, nah, nah. Dave, are you <laughs> well, with us today? Well, no, I, I have a, I have a. There's another quest that goes along this same line that I know you were talking about last week, complaining about. Uh, making bolts. Mm-hmm. 
you were saying that, man, it, it really sucks that there's only this oh. w- low-grade bolt. Do I get the ability to make elemental bolts later? I found out by going through my own gameplay. I'm not I'm not telling you who or when or how, but there is a person within Dawnguard Keep. If you go Dawnguard side, who there's an extra talk option with her and you you talk to her and she gives you <laughs> a a quest to go out and find schematics for better crossbows and better bolts. I know. You see, the Dave. Yeah, you're all you're all like trying to be <laughs> nondescriptive, but there's only one freaking female in the entire freaking Dongard Keep. <laughs> what? You would no. be a spy, by the way, Dave. You would be a great spy. So, uh, <laughs> Agent D in force. What were you doing? Um, I was totally not talking to a president that may rule the country <laughs> of Russia about some schematics that may be about a really fast airplane with um, guns on it. <laughs> but I don't know. I can't say. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't really Just tell you. Speculation much more. <laughs> here. Uh, so I did, the last thing I did today was I went and hunted down that book that Dave was talking about that starts that quest oh, from last week. Yes, Ethereum Wars. Yes, the Ethereum Wars. I finally found it in um, the, <laughs> the the castle that you talked about. I always forget the name of I don't know why. It's so weird. Oh, they're, they're everywhere. Or, or Dragon Reach. Dragon Reach. Dragon yeah. Reach. Yeah. yeah they're they're, they're, actually, they're yeah. everywhere. I I couldn't find it anywhere. I went into Dongard Keep, checked every damn book, went to Dragon Race, checked every book on the on the main area, went up to the Thane's office, getting the the, the um the main bedroom in that key because I was getting PO'd. I was texting Dave like, "Where the hell is it?" He was. You want me to read these? These are hilarious. <laughs> couldn't find it at elsewhere, Azan. Nords and Noble was sold out. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here's the conversation. It it goes, um, what's the name of this book? I told him it's the Theorem Wars. I've been trying to find it. I tell him where to go in the Dragon Reach. He's like, I did. It ain't there. And then I'm like, okay. Uh, check, check Fort Fort Dawnguard. He said, I did that too. (laughs) I I was running out of options. I sent him a a text message saying, use cheat codes. (laughs) (laughs) Right as I got that text message, I found the book. Awesome. (laughs) <laughs> so before I, I ended my playtime, that's what I was getting ready to go do, start that quest. So hopefully that I get time this awesome. next week to do it. <clears throat> Ethereum. Yeah. Uh, so, you Arwen, what about you, man? I lost my dog. What? Yeah. Lost him. Gone. My uh my my Brooklyn my Brooklynite dog, you know, my dog from Brooklyn. Hey, uh, you know, uh, yeah. I was once uh, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> He's gone. Lost him. How did how did you lose lost him? <sighs> well, all right, Joe. You remember your the the problem you were talking about with your companion, like getting in front of you constantly and aggroing all of the enemies, and then forcing you out of sneak. Mm-hmm. Well, that stupid dog was doing the exact same thing. Yeah. I was roaming around, like you heard last week, I've been roaming around 
the um, the area around Falkreath, just like, you know, discovering locations, walking in them, killing a bunch of stuff, walking out all happy, you know, as a Khajiit and Sandy Pooh, I guess. And um, he, you know, I, I, met, I met the dog or I'm about to do, I'm doing the quest. And like every time I walk into one of these places, you know, I go into sneak and I got my bow out and he just, you know, runs ahead and just starts grabbing everything. And it really got tiring. It really got annoying. So after he cost me like a couple of deaths, I was like, this is it. You know, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with you. I'm done with you, guy. Like, stay here. Because <laughs> I hate followers. This is the reason why I don't use followers. Because this, this happens to me all the time. Um, so I, I walked into like one particular cave. And of course, you know, like every other cave in this, in this game, it's filled with vampires that like to kill me. So I, I've had it at this point, and uh, I told the dog, I said, stay. Just stay there. So I went through the cave, got everything done, and I forgot I left the dog at the cave. So I, I left the cave, and then I just started exploring like I normally was, and I had deselected the um, you know, the quest for for this thing. Um, I forgot, what it was, I think it was called A Dangerous Best Friend. That's the name of the quest. Yeah. I, I deselected the quest out of my journal and I was, you know, wandering around, just kind of continuing with my, my walkabout a little bit, figuring I'll get to the Daedra's uh, best friend quest when I feel like picking the dog up. And I, I made a mental note and I said, he's in this cave. I'll go and find him afterward. So one thing led to another and I had to log off eventually. And I came back a couple of days later and I started, you know, doing the same walkabout thing again. Well, a couple of days ago, after I had logged back in during the week, I remembered, like, I've got this quest in my journal. I haven't completed it. Let me go get the dog. So I'm staring at my map. I've got all these places unlocked, and I I can't find the dog. (laughs) I have no idea which cave I left him in. So I've been going through all of the caves that I went through earlier trying to find the stupid dog. (laughs) So I lost my dog. Um... I may have a solution for this. What is if it? If certain certain times, uh, specific NPCs that are considered necessary, along with some dogs, I know we had a problem with Widget Bane not doing it, but they will reset after a certain number of in-game days. They will really? go back to where they originally occurred. Okay. So, so if you can't find them where you left them, check where they originally were found. Oh, all right. I'll do that. Yeah. yeah uh, apparently, Sandra in the chat room is saying uh, it's three in-game days, and then they, they, they reset. Yeah. Okay. You definitely, you gotta, um, you gotta check back, because apparently people in, in, in Tamriel have patience. It just ends after three days. <laughs> Well, I'm kind of glad it does <laughs> because I can't find this stupid dog anywhere. I'm not sure if it's been three game, three in-game days yet, but um, I I should probably go back at this point to uh, the main road out of Falkreath because I'm sure he's got to be there at this point. I mean, I've been playing for a while trying to find this stupid dog. So um, while in you know doing that, of course, I've been discovering other places and, you know, ruins and whatnot and just kind of, you know, roaming around and, you know, not really, not really accomplishing anything in the game. Just looking for my stupid dog. (laughs) Here, boy. (laughs) Pretty much. Have you tried calling him? 
Uh, well, you say no. it like this. You go, yo, dog, yo. Hey, yo, I got some pizza over here. Come on over. <laughs> I was about to <laughs> say, all you gotta do is pie. like have pizza. Yeah. Actually, what what really happened is uh, the two of them had a falling out. All right. The, the issue is that now, as you know, Khajiits um, liberally poop in the sand. <laughs> were they fighting like cats and dogs? Did they were. Sh- they were fighting like cats and dogs. Get the. But uh, it, was a, it was a pun. That was, was a pun. It was that funny. Was pun. It was punny. It was quite punny. It was, it was the punniest pun I've I've ever heard. I, I try. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dogs are dogs are not used to you know random pooping in the sand like that. I mean, when you walk your dog, what do you do? You got to pick it up, right? Mm-hmm. They had a they had an argument over this whole thing. You know, he he wanted him to pick it up. He was like, no, it's against my religion. They're going back and forth, so they had a falling out. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yo, guy, you got to pick that up. I will not pick it up. Come on, pick it up. I will not. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh... I have sent the sand. <laughs> <laughs> I have blessed the sand with my poop. I will not pick it up. <laughs> Violating health code violations. What's the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> Dave, is that it of our one or got anything else? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Oh. I spend an entire week, well, not an entire week, but, you know, my, my in-game week looking for a stupid dog. <laughs> Dave Adams. What do you got for us? Nothing. No, I'm kidding. Um, Fired. So, I, I, I... Did you just fire me? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, okay, good. Um, So, I, I, I was playing on my, my sexy lady, Archer. The one I, I, I made after I got mad at my my vampire chicken. And... I, I actually got into Dawnguard. I, like, started making friends with these Dawnguard people, and they're all like, hey, bro, we hate vampires. And I was like, that's neat. And... <laughs> <laughs> so... That's neat. My biggest, my biggest pet peeve about these guys, though, is they're all like, hey, we want you to fight vampires and, you know, save the world and, you know, destroy them. And... The biggest thing is I, I played a little bit on the vampire side of things already. Remember the, the crazy chicken? The crazy chicken, like the second quest you get with him, you're killing all these Dawn Guard, you're killing all these vampires, you get all this gear left and right. I had so much gear on my, my evil uh, vampire chicken that I was just insane with gear. I was overburdened every five seconds. This this dude on Dawn Guard. I walk into Dawnguard Keep. I have to pretty much steal gloves, boots, and a helmet. I can't even find a dang chess piece to be able to be decked out in Dawnguard gear. And I, I, I shouldn't say that you don't get Dawnguard gear as a Dawnguard if you go that side, but you do. Eventually. Eventually, there's an NPC that comes along who, who helps out the Dawnguard, and he's willing to get you Dawnguard gear. For an exuberant price. An exuberant so, price? An exuberant price. Like <laughs> the kind of price that punches you in the face while you pay it. Oh, I'm used to that. Yeah, it's one of those. And yeah, it's like, you want me to help kill immortal beings that want to suck people's blood and turn the sun <laughs> off like a, you know, a switch. And you're not willing to give me a shirt. <laughs> They give That's you that, really. They give you that crossbow pretty, uh, pretty quickly, though. <laughs> yeah, but there's like a freaking million crossbows around the place. They have crossbows like they're growing off of trees. 
<laughs> Could you spare it? <laughs> like, how many hands do I have? I can only use one crossbow at a time, but a nice, you know, so chest Dave, piece would probably keep me keep me alive. So, so Dave, fire. Why don't you tell us how you really fired Phil about this? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think Joe's telling me that I'm fired, which is good because I have no now idea I get to go about. off on my my discussion on why I hate Dwimmer gyros. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> okay, everybody, sit down for this one. Dwimmer gyros are Wait, the hold on. Single... is this an official Dean rant? This is an official Dean rant. Uh, I don't have it. Ah, uh, I don't have it. Too bad. I'm going anyway. No, 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 no. That's not what it is. Remember, gyros are the biggest piece of crap item you'll ever come across in this game. Luckily for you, it's a necessity if you're going to be playing Dawn Guard. Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil the game for everyone and say have at least one Dwemer gyro so that way oh, you I don't got have it. to I spend it. two to four freaking hours looking for one oh, day Dwemer gyro yourself. <laughs> 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 I, I would. I thank you, Joe. That, no, that really, opinion. that actually, that fits for how mad I am about this. <laughs> I spent four hours looking for one damn glimmer gyro. After I, you know, I'm, I'm. Ah, oh, that. Are you done? <laughs> my character in game flipped a table while I flipped the table that my laptop was sitting on. That's how mad bad. I. I feel bad the next time you walk into a diner, it's somewhere in Pensacola, and you sit there and you're, you know, the, the waitress asks you, so you want a gyro, hon? And you're like, Rah! Dave, you know, I found a gyro within like three seconds in that quest because the, you know, that her satchel is right next to her. Oh, I'm sure that's exactly what he wants to hear right now. I couldn't find her baby Dude, it's seriously you know right Forget next it. to her. Don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Anyway, so I'm actually trying to get around places, doing the best I can, because I couldn't find her damn satchel, and so I'm trying to get to Riften, and I just want y'all to know that the Riften Guard is really good. They are very nice people. They want to protect their town. I, I, I believe that we all should, should stop a second and, and congratulate the Riften Guard for locking the front door to Riften and attacking a, a dang dragon and getting themselves killed by the dragon, and now I can't get into Riften. Awesome. I think I have to loot one of their bodies, but I can't find it because they were off running around fighting a dang dragon and got themselves killed. Real Nords of Genius. <laughs> We're going to lock Riften and carry the key and then get eaten by a dragon and thrown somewhere crazy. No one will get inside. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I feel about this. Excellent. <laughs> well, oh my excellent. god, I'm so mad at that. I'm going to have to feel. go find their dang dead bodies, loot the dang key to just get into the place. Well, wait three in-game days. And oh, then... <laughs> no, we're not... <laughs> We've had a frustrating week, gentlemen, haven't we? <laughs> No, Dave can't find gyros and keys. I can't find my dog. Joe, you're the only one that's had a decent week out of this whole thing. (laughs) Yeah, just a little bit. I mean, mind you, I had only one day to play as I've been sucked away on other things, but that's okay. That's all right. 
<laughs> My God. Too bad Lou's not here. He'll he would take us out of the epic fail that that Dave and I have brought to the show. <laughs> we epically failed this week. I swear. Horribly. Well, in 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 your defense, Dave, no one epically you didn't epically fail. It was a whole bunch of bugged up Rifton guards that <laughs> failed you. <laughs> awesome. Oh, I, I I did do the first quest to to get an upgraded. Um, crossbow. Okay, which is pretty neat. Uh, apparently they they send you off on a wild goose chase for a schematic, and I almost got shot in the face like ten times because they sent me like right in the middle, of, like the this this mini fort, mm-hmm. which apparently was made just to have the schematic on it. It must be new or something because it's it's pretty cool. Except for the fact that there's like 50 people in the square radius of like, you know, they're all like standing on top of each other pretty much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was cute because um, like you get up to this one area and like there you don't see anybody, but you're still, you know, obviously seen by someone. You go up to this little tower, which you know that the thing he's on top of the tower you open the door and there's like five guys standing inside of the door. So you close the door. That was the end of my story because you close that dang door. If you open that door, you die. <laughs> That's it, huh? That's it. it yeah. You, you be prepared. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for me. I, I don't know, Joe, you got anything else? <laughs> no, I think we're going to go ahead and move on to the 10 real times. We've got an interesting topic to talk about. That's been pissing me off all day today. I can't <laughs> wait to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it! Confirmation by Imperial State. Dragon spotted in Riverwood. Jarl of Windhelm appoints a new thane. This is Tamriel Times. Your source for news in Skyrim. And here we are in the Tamriel Times, and our first topic is the good one, the juicy meat. Ah, yes. The official Ah, community news. This is not really official news. I'm going to put that out right now. But the speculation and crap that's been going on is official news. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous. And um, I I hope Bethesda, like, jumps on this and just kind of reminds everybody that nothing here has been announced. Um... All right, so I'm gonna we're gonna get into it, and I think we got like one or two minor little updates um, which occurred today. So let's let's get into it. All right, Hearthfire, trademarked, great news. All right, however, gaming news outlets speculate on DLC. Gaming news outlets are reporting that Zenimax Media, the parent company of Bethesda, has filed for a trademark of the word Hearthfire, a trademark granted in late May. Speculation of the trademark has created a firestorm of news buzz, suggesting that Skyrim's next DLC could, in fact, be named Hearthfire. Hearthfire is the name of a month in the world of Tamriel and Nern that is a fictional mirror of our September. Now, the interesting part of the story is that right around the same time, Zenimax Media also trademarked the term Dragonborn which, at the same time, the same gaming news outlets had believed would be the name of the DLC right after Dawnguard. Some have even gone as far to speculate that a connection between the month of Hearthfire 
and a fictional black ceremony involving necromancy, long since abolished by the Empire, may mean that if there were a Hearthfire DLC, it might involve a zombie invasion. (laughs) Furthermore... Wait until you unchain me on this one. It gets even worse. <laughs> I, I, I didn't do the investigation on this too. And... Furthermore, okay, purchasing land, owning a home, and then customizing it as well could possibly be a part of this whole this whole uh, Hearthfire DLC thing because Reddit said so. <laughs> oh my god! I want to go find <laughs> this douchebag who started this speculation oh. crap, and I want to beat him up. <laughs> All right, we here at Elder Scrolls Off the Record know know one thing, if anything else. All right, this is way too much speculation. (laughs) We know for a fact that this is not fact. (laughs) Not even close, people. This is not the DLC. What they say is going to be in it is not in the DLC. Stuff it. (laughs) Until Bethesda comes out officially and says, this is what it is, this is what it does. It's a rumor based on little nuggets of nothing. Yeah, it is such a rumor. You have no idea. Okay, well, well, first off, I want to point out that this was put out on Reddit. Okay, if you're really going to go by, cre- you know, creditable groups of people, uh, Reddit is right there between 4chan and my grandmother's demented ramblings. Awesome. <laughs> so it, it's it's one of those things that you take with half of a grain of salt. So uh, that being said, um, I know we're going to get hate mail for that. Okay, but before we start, to, guys, you know the truth. I'm going to do a the official all host rant sound effect. <laughs> so bear with me. Here okay, go. go for it. Oh, you're so ultra combo. <laughs> right. Nice. That's an epic one. Um, I mean, uh, look. The, the, what what is fact here? The fact the fact remains is that Hearthfire, yes, was was a trademarked term, but it was trademarked back in May. I don't know if you guys like yeah. caught that little part of the news article that I wrote, but it was trademarked back in May, the same time that Dragonborn it, was same trademarked time as, as Fusroda was trademarked. Right. All these Why things this- were trademarked. Why is this even coming out now? Like, why did, why did, why was this not part of the newsreel that was like, oh, Fusroda, oh, Dragonborn, trademarked, oh. Did, did y'all read the Reddit post? Mm-hmm. No, I, yeah. I didn't actually read it. Well, okay, the Reddit guy, the guy who actually put this up, apparently he, he was right about news regarding a, another game's DLC, which, by the way, anyone with half a brain could have guessed. Moving on. Um, this guy apparently goes through the, the two things or three things that actually he believes is going to be in the Hearthfire DLC. And then for the later half of his statement starts this list of conjecture, including zombie invasions and there being some type of black ceremony. The majority of the, the news of this comes off of what he's guessing is what he may have heard from a non-reputable source. Oh, oh my, my god. god. This is nothing but a media stunt. Nothing to get more downloads to their website or more views. That's it. And I can guarantee you it worked, which is the most retarded thing. And now they're causing everyone to think, oh, this is the next DLC. This is going to be a fact. People are going to get very, 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 very disappointed when that's not the case. 
Oh yeah. And that's that's kind of what bothers me about this because <clears throat> um as we've seen recently, okay, when 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 Skyrim fans get upset, okay, um Bethesda gets a huge negative pushback. You know, sometimes it's warranted, but most of the time it's really not. And this is the kind of thing like I I can just I cringe when I see this thing just like getting completely ridiculous and and out of hand. I mean, we're talking about in the beginning of the week, this was um, the next DLC after Dawnguard could be named Hearthfire. And now all of a sudden we're talking about building houses and zombie invasions. I mean, well, I, I think I'm, the, the only thing that he says he found out that would be included in Hearthfire and is willing to stand by is mm-hmm. that you're able to build your own house. Which, okay. if the, okay, I could see that fitting the Hearthfire theme more than I can zombie invasion. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know. This is just so just, out of left field that it's just, come on, dude. This is... Anyone who, who goes out there and reads this needs to be aware that there's a very, very high possibility that it's a flaming load of BS. So I guess what we're trying to say is just be careful out there. Be careful what you read. And I would not, I would not believe this for a second. Look, if, if Pete Hines comes out tomorrow and says, all right, guys, you had us hearth fire. It's real zombies. Yeah, they're in there. Oh, and, uh, you're going to be able to build a house and customize it from the ground up. Like, okay, great. But I don't think anyone is going to be saying that anytime soon. And, and, and the reason why? Here's the other big reason why that we haven't mentioned yet. Okay, they haven't even released Dawnguard on the PS3 yet. It's not even in Europe. Exactly. Why in yeah, God's green they're, earth they're are they going to talk about a new, <laughs> the, the next DLC after Dawnguard where they're not even done rolling out this one? Yeah, they're, they're not going to go out of their way to, to not make money on a new DLC before they finish making money on the old DLC, you know? Right. It just doesn't make business sense. I mean, why would you put your DLC that close together? You're going to delegitimize both of them at the same time. Unless, of course, you roll them all up into into one gigantic DLC, which I don't believe they've ever done. Yeah. The um, To this day, uh, the two DLC contents for uh, Oblivion. Shivering Isles and Knights of the Nine are still separate. You have to buy them separately. <clears throat> I'm trying to f- I'm trying to find the website that that I saw that initially released this, and it's it's something like I don't want to say it's GameFly, but it's it's something like that. Some kind of like well, they took it from Reddit. Yeah, the, yeah, they, the original came out on Reddit, and then they got pulled around everywhere. Okay, so it, it it definitely does come from from that one Reddit post. Yes, that's mm-hmm. that is the okay. All right, yeah, because that's believable. You know, Reddit's Reddit's a it's a, it's a forum for your thoughts. It's not a forum for the truth. That's what Wikipedia is for, man. <laughs> oh my God, Wikipedia's not readable either. <laughs> oh God, if I would go sit down, Jesus. I mean, <laughs> go sit in your corner. Speaking of stuff that's not reputable, hear about you guys. You guys hear about this one? Oh yeah, I, I heard about it from your tweet. Yeah. <clears throat> so, all right, let me guys, let me tell you a joke, guys. All right, um, all right. So, a a podcaster is bored at work and opens up his Twitter account <laughs> and sees that 
and sees that ESO beta keys are like totally up and running. And I'm like, uh, and he's like, oh my God, that's awesome. Let me sign up for it. And then he does it and gives his passcode and his email <laughs> away to someone who's probably an international terrorist. Good job, Varwin, you idiot. <laughs> Varwin, funding terrorism since 1949. Ah, God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, ESO <laughs> are a hoax. Reports of phishing sites dedicated to getting your email and password logins have been cropping up, promising beta keys to ESO for lucky winners. Don't believe them. It's a hoax. One such site to be aware of is elderscrollsonline.betagiveaways.com. At TES Online confirms over Twitter, and I quote, phishing sites have recently appeared promising ESO beta keys. We have not opened up beta yet. When we do, we will announce it. They're still like a year away from beta. Yeah. Yeah. This ain't going to happen anytime soon, so. Yeah. (laughs) So this guy over here uh, wasn't, didn't have his brain engaged. And uh, I saw a tweet that was like, oh, I signed up for ESO beta key. Let's hope I win. I'm like, oh, my God, I want to do that, too. So I clicked on the tweet. I went to the <laughs> website. I dropped in my email and password like like a giddy little schoolgirl running to a strange man with his car door open looking for a lollipop. <laughs> oh and the door God. closed. <laughs> and now I can get back home. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so I've had to recently change my my passwords. <laughs> Good job, man. Yeah, stupid. Pete Hines, Dongard, Dongard PS3, not through certification yet. No, um, Pete Hines earlier in the week at DC Deacon stated that Dongard for PS3 still does not have a release date. However, it is currently in the process of being certified by the folks over at Sony. Additionally, he stated that Yerb's version of Update 1.7 is in the process of being certified as well. Could this mean the end is near, or is the wait just beginning? One thing's for sure, when Pete Hines has more information, he'll let us know. In some a-hole way. Uh, Anyway, um... (laughs) Have y'all been uh, uh, checking out DC Deacon? He actually has been posting like a human being. Yeah, he's been a lot better lately. He's getting a lot better, which... Kudos, you know, kudos to him. Thumbs yes. up for learning to communicate. Yeah, really. I'm. I've been really happy about um about some of the things that he's been saying, and <clears throat> the um the the PS3 thing that he was talking about. Like I I I found you know I I read it obviously through his his Twitter, and I was really happy that you know he came out and said like you know he he answered somebody's tweet who asked you know when is this going to be out for PS3, and, and he basically said like look this is the step we're up to. Um, you know, we'll, we know it's, it's, uh, in, in Sony's hands and, and we've, we've said before on the show that Sony is notoriously slow when it comes to this sort of certification process. So, I mean, it's in Sony's hands right now. They're, they're fumbling around with it, whatever they do over there at Sony. So, um, at least we know the game has been submitted, right? That's the best way to, you know, I like the clarity. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it was definitely this was definitely good on good on Pete Hines' part. I mean, um, I'm really happy about this. And Bethesda has launched a new website, BethSoft.com. 
launched on Friday, August 17th, displaying Dishonored, Doom 3, BFG Edition, Dawn Guard, and ESO. Head over to Bethsoft.com to check out the beautiful new site that serves as an easily accessible web portal for their newest games, social outlets, and media, as well as support and latest news for those titles. Um, what's great about this is if you've ever been to any of the Bethesda websites, Beth Blog and Elder Scrolls, uh, you know, they're they're just the information is just kind of scattered everywhere. Bethsoft.com takes takes the games that basically are coming out soon that we know about, has assembled them all on one little website, really ultra pretty, nice and clean. Information is really accessible. It's great. I really enjoy it. <clears throat> So, looks good. Give it a try. ESO Legendary Lemrick Contest. Yes, indeed. A contest that has seemingly been made for our very own Mistress Liz LeBeau. (laughs) A Lemrick Contest that the good people over at ZeniMax Media Online are running from August 20th to Friday, August 31st. You'll be judged on humor, lore, and writing schemes. Three winners will be chosen and one honorable mention. Prizes, you may ask? Yes, indeed, they have them. Winners will be able to choose from a concept art selection, from a predetermined collection to be canvassed and signed along with the Elder Scrolls Online t-shirt. The honorable mention will receive an awesome The Elder Scrolls Online t-shirt. So the three winners get the, uh, the art and the shirt. The honorable mention just gets the shirt. Uh, in addition, the winning limerick and honorable mention will be posted on their Facebook page. To enter, send an email to community at elderscrollsonline.com with the subject line, Legendary Limerick Contest. The email submission must include your name, valid mailing address, and email address, along with your contact information. Be sure to include your original, self-created limerick. You can visit the official Bethsoft forums post for information and their rules. Very nice. Yeah. There once was a widget. <laughs> you traveled with a midget. <clears throat> anyway, um, we're going to go ahead and move on to the better mare. Welcome to the Battered Mare. What can I get you? Hey everybody, here we are in the Bannered Marrier Roundtable discussion, and for today's roundtable, we invited someone very special from the network on today to talk to you about his project he's been working on that sucked his life away for the last two months, Mr. Fred W. and his QGN host mod. Say hi, Fred. Hey, Joe. Hey, Varwan. Hey, Dave. Hey, Fred. Welcome to the show. Yo. Thanks. It's good to be here. If you guys don't know about Fred, he is a the writer and second chair host on Minecraft Off the Record, and he's third chair host on Star Wars Reforged. And I'm one of the community man community managers for the Quest Gaming Network. And you can hear him on every one of our QGN community podcasts. And as far as my QGN host mod went, I remember back in the early days of Skyrim Off the Record, you guys had put out a call asking for someone in the community to make a mod. And back then, you know, I was a fan of the show, and I downloaded the creation kit right away when it became available. 
and I decided it was too difficult and I wasn't going to bother. And then about <laughs> two months ago, I decided I was going to delve back into that and actually figure out how to use it. And I actually sat down and watched a bunch of tutorial videos, went on a bunch of different websites, and I got the early version of the mod out, which features all of the hosts as basic followers. And then I've been getting into some more advanced things like making animal followers that can obey and, you know, you give speech options to dismiss them and tell them to follow you. Like Widgetbane is an early version of that. So, uh, what, 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 what got you to actually start making this mod and really hammer down and, and get it working? Well, I, I got to thinking about it and, being community focused like I am especially in our network because we do have a great community I decided that the podcast wasn't enough because people were getting to listen to you guys talk for an hour to a week but it would be a lot better if they could actually take you guys with them on their adventures in Skyrim yeah I was so excited when you told us you were doing this and you got to work when I first saw it it was so cool so um, you, you told me rumors about so right now what we have, actually, before I get to that, is we have myself, Eve Arwin, Dave Adams, um, Matthew Moat, Bo Bender, Dan, and Liz currently as followers with um, Widgetbane. And Lou. And, and Lou. Lou. Lou, of course. Loremaster Lou's in there. I, I named him Loremaster Olan, and he is one of the most potent spellcasters you can have for a follower. And if you guys want to see something really entertaining, have that mod installed and attack somebody in that end. <laughs> We've yeah. heard that a bunch of people actually had that happen. There was an email that came in from someone who tried to pickpocket somebody and they got caught and there was a a fight in the end and all the uh, all the all the guys inside the mod just, just jumped up and, and went crazy on him and defended him. Well when I was designing the mod one of the things that I had in mind was that I wanted the host to be accessible very early on in the game. And I didn't want to make players have to do repetitive quests like, you know, Barwin describes as the Mage College repeatedly. <laughs> because eventually somebody that thought like that wouldn't bother getting them as followers. So I just made them accessible right off the bat. And that required setting all of the hosts to consider the player as an ally right off the bat. So when you're in there attacking somebody and they in turn attack you, all of your allies come to your defense. Yeah, so that's just well, it's just the way it has to work, or else they won't be able to be your followers right off the bat. That's already spawned an interesting video on YouTube about that. It was a very interesting Skype call as well because when I first made the mod, I had Dave and Dan testing it for me, and I was in a Skype call with Dan and he attacked. Emery, I think his name is, inside the Riverwood Inn, and I guess everybody beat Emery down, and then Lou rezzed him as a pet. (laughs) (laughs) Dan could not stop laughing for about five minutes straight to tell me what happened, but right now, it's just the base mod. I have a lot more plans coming for this, including, you know, custom voice work for all the hosts, and that is going to be a gradual thing. You're going to see custom voices roll out one host at a time over the duration of the mod. Like, Joe is going to be the first one getting voiced. He was my guinea pig to get all the vocals recorded and everything, so I know exactly what script I need from everybody. And How's that going, I, by the way? It's very close to being able to be released. 
in fact, Joe's part is 99% done. But as I was saying, it's going to be something stretched out over the duration of the mod. I have a lot of other things that are going to be coming in with the release that adds Joe's voice. Yeah, you was telling uh, me the other day that, yeah, I could have released you like a week ago with your voice, but I have other things I'm doing as well. I'm like, oh, come on, I've been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, trust me, it's going to be well worth it when you see what I'm putting in there. Yeah, any and about that? One or? thing, well, one thing that I want to expand into the mod right now, everything that the mod offers, other than some of the hidden Easter eggs that people don't seem to have found yet, is that all of the NPCs that I've added are friendly and help the player. And one thing that I'm trying to expand on is eventually I would like to see a QGN dungeon in there where it's all mobs that you can fight, and it's going to be difficult. Knowing you, it, it, yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. And has anybody ever grouped up with Liz or Lou and noticed that their weapons have custom names? I did notice it only after you told me. And do you remember what they were? Uh, something exploitress for Liz. Yes. Liz has the staff of many exploits. <laughs> <laughs> and Lou has the lore master staff, which was very appropriate. I'm also working on a custom blade for Ivarwin. And oh. Dave has a conjure bow that never disappears. I believe I called that the force of DNA. I've been begging Fred to put in a special bow for my guy, the, the bow of Pew Pew. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming with your voice. You'll have your custom bow. Yay! It's going to look exactly like the Nightingale bow. Well, that, that's worse for me. And I was thinking about using Ivarwin's voice and revoicing, you know, Mercer Bray. <laughs> <laughs> Carlisle! <laughs> that's going to be the only thing he ever says. You'll have to read the subtitles to know what he's really saying. Yeah. <laughs> he talks like a Pokemon. He just says Carlia <laughs> over and over again. Oh my god. Uh, Carlia. Speaking of Pokemon. Carlia. And also, Old Man from Dungeon Quest is making an appearance. Oh, oh no. very nice. Now Varwin has double the voice work. I feel sorry, buddy. That's right. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, he does. Oh, it's all right. I'll be more than happy to do it. As soon as we get that contract and release form signed by LMFAO, we'll be ready to go. Wiggle, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like this island animation to start breaking out, singing that song. <laughs> when I walk in a spot, yeah, this is what I see. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody stops and stares at me. I, I got passion in my pants. Ain't a pretty show. <laughs> I can't wait to do the, the fourth episode of that show. Yeah. And we're talking about Dungeon Quest, guys. Go look up on our main feed. Okay. Back to the... Yeah. As soon as Dungeon Gate's over. Dungeon <laughs> Gate. Hey, you remember that, Ivar one from the last community cast you were on? Uh-huh. With the Dungeon, Dungeon Gate. Gate. You like how Varwin agreed with you that he remembered, but it was in a way that proves that he didn't remember? <laughs> yeah. 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 You remember the whole Dawn Gate thing? They called it Dungeon Gate when you were talking about... Ah, never mind. It's lost. No, I remember <laughs> Dawn Gate, and then, and then what you're saying that they, they started calling it Dungeon Gate because we haven't released episode four yet? That You're referring to that. Yeah, you laughed about it for like a minute straight on that podcast. Well, it was funny then. Now it's old news. 
<laughs> since you forgot about it. Yeah, no, I, I I remember what you're talking about. It's just it was like it was. I remember it being a quick blurb, and I I don't remember anything else after that. So, so that's that's why I said I remembered what you're referring well, to. Well, you may have noticed <laughs> that the other hosts on the network play your good guy followers. I'm going to be custom voicing most of the villains that are going to be fighting you. Oh, that it, works. You know, I do I do an awesome emperor voice. It's true, you do. It is pretty good. And there will be the old man's doppelganger. See, after all that voice work we did, I had so much fun doing it for him. I'm like, what else do you got for me? What else? Fred's like, oh, yeah, yeah you suck. You're not getting anything else. Uh, here, Varwin. <laughs> no, don't worry, Joe. I have a couple more gigs for you coming up. But you should have seen, though. The first night, I had Joe do all these different lines. He recorded for probably, like, three hours straight. And then the next day, I'm like, yeah, I think we recorded that all in the wrong format, so I think you're going to have to redo it all. And he's like, I don't know that I'm okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he said. And then he called me up about five minutes later. He's like, all right, I'll do it. (laughs) So if you notice that he sounds depressed in a few of those clips, it's not the character. (laughs) Then it's like constantly, Fred would call me up on Skype. I need you to say this, this, and this now. Oh, Ten minutes later. Uh, you gotta say this, this, and this now. Oh, uh, by the way, you need to say this embarrassing thing for marriage and this embarrassing thing for marriage, too. <laughs> yeah, and it's even more embarrassing when you picture the fact that you could be saying that to a dude. I've been saying that to my, my girl character <laughs> in the game. There's nothing embarrassing about it. I mean, if they roll that way, they roll that way. Good for them, but still. Yeah. It's just I'm awkward. Just, it's just socially awkward for a straight guy to to consider, you know, the idea that he may be marrying a a guy. Oh, oh no, it, it's not an awkward situation that you know two men could get together. It's just the fact that Joe could be with a dude. Right, <laughs> that's an awkward thing. Exactly. Thank you for better explaining it. <laughs> yeah, don't don't get me wrong. Don't send your hate mail, even though this is the email address to do it to. Don't send your hate mail right in the nose. I'm gonna. <laughs> Square in the nose. Square in the nose. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I, I can't reach you, so. <laughs> he does beat me when we're off the air, people. I do. But he likes it. That's the way it rolls, you know? It's Fifty Shades of Fred. Wow. Oh, Gross. dear God. Gross. What is... The, oh, my. <laughs> I'm going to need him. Did you guys take a break yet? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Fred, where where can uh, where, I mean I know the answer to this, but I want I want to hear it come from you. Where can everyone get uh, get your mod, your mod from? The Steam Workshop. It's easy to yeah. find. Easy to find. How how can At, someone find your mod? Well, you don't you don't search for iPhone anymore. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. You just search QGN and it'll pop up the QGN. I noticed mod. something today though that was probably why people were saying they couldn't find it when they searched it. There's two search bars on that screen. At the very top is to search um, the store for Steam and not the mods. There's a search bar below that. That's the one to search for the mod. Yeah, I made that mistake when um, I first started looking for for the mod to download. But um, Um, if everyone rates it up, you know, hey, uh, maybe eventually we'll get featured. That'd be nice. Broke. Brokes in the chat room has a good question. He's asking me if I will do a contest or something to allow people to have their own characters put into the mod. And the answer right now is not at this point. Perhaps after I get all the main hosts of the show voiced and in the game, I might consider doing something like that. 
So keep listening to Elder Scrolls Off the Record, and Joey, Varwin, Dave, and Lou will let you know if I plan something like that. I'm so excited to start seeing voices in the game. I'm gonna play my with. I'm gonna have my character as a follower because my girl's gonna marry him anyway. Well, yeah, I want him to marry the, the sexiest girl in Skyrim. Joe, is now a good time to mention that because of the lines you recorded, I disabled marriage from yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till we get married. <laughs> oh God, I heard that line. That was. I think I no, I wish I wish that I had the soundboard oh, so I could God. play that one where he's like, "I love you. You know that, right?" All right, here, just for <laughs> your sake. Oh, Ife, I'm gonna actually do this. Uh, alright, where is it at? He's gonna play him! Oh, oh my gosh! Here it is, here's it. one of them, here's one of them. I love you, you know that, right? Oh, my life's <laughs> ruined. I actually blushed. Not for you, not for anyone. Oh, here's Whoa. one. Here's one of the Our wedding is soon, I'm so excited! <laughs> <laughs> wait, hold on, wait, 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 Joe, Joe, I'm, let's play a game. I'm gonna say a line, and then you play that exact, that exact MP3 that, that you just no, played. No, wait, hang on, hang on. Play no. your greeting one that says, you oh. say it's high there, I say it's pie there. It's let's high see, see there, I just did it the stupid way I used to do it on the show. Alright, well, let's see. hear what they I, think. I don't know which one it is, I have it labeled by one, two, and three, so we'll just guess here. Yo. Not that one. What are you looking at? Oh, that one. Pie there. <laughs> I, I heard pie. Hi there. Hi there. Hi there. Hello. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, I still have all those those still in here. You know that was just uh, perfect motivation though. After I had all those sound files, I, I had to put them in the game. What? <laughs> Why have we stopped? Do you see a painted cow? If you do, I'm running. I love that. I don't animation. So what? We're playing a new game? Something called Hurry Up and Wait? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, he, he has some really good ones in there, but we don't want to spoil them all, do we, Joe? <laughs> nah, I'm closing it out like a good boy. Yeah, I think there was something like 50 or 60 unique phrases that he had to record. A lot more than that. A lot more than yeah. that. It was like 90. It's like 90-something, like 92 or 93 after we got done with everything, we, the whole script. No, I'm just talking about the unique stuff that you didn't have to follow and stick to the guide. Like unique phrases that you could just have freedom with that people probably haven't heard before in the game. I think people are going to crack up when they see my guy fighting because of things he says. Are we going to do that special thing that we talked about with the, with the sound effect? <laughs> you, you mean the thing like from <laughs> the, the end of the show the that we're going to put in there? That special thing. The thing from the sound effect. Fred had me record one thing that was not on the script. And I'm just really curious if he's going to put it in my character. And if he does, it's going to be the most epic thing ever. You mean the combat thing you were talking about? What are you even talking about, Joe? I'm lost. I typed it in <laughs> Skype, alright? <laughs> that's exactly what I was hinting at. Yeah, okay. Oh, so I was just making sure. Dave and I are just, we're completely, like, out of the loop, I totally lost, no idea. <laughs> I'm in the loop, but they're, like, passing notes in gym class. I mean, what's going on here? <laughs> I know, like, right in front of the entire class. Like, this is, like, awkward. Like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna bring in uh, gum, you share with the rest of the class. That's right. I can't hear you nod your head, Joe. Well, I don't want to spoil it, because it's awesome, unless Fred says okay. No, no spoilers. Alright, so I'm not gonna spoil it, but it's awesome. Uh, Remember, we're a spoiler-free podcast. See, I'm actually glad that Fred has my character coming out with voices first, 
Otherwise, if you guys would have came out, no one would have ever touched mine. <laughs> ever. No, that's not true, because I balance that just like a good game developer. When they get their voices, they get nerfed. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have a voice that cool and be good at fighting. It doesn't work. So my guy is a great fighter because the voice is blah. <laughs> yes, except for when you take Widget Bane and Joe, and Widget Bane randomly kills him. <laughs> Moo. No, you stupid. You think I'm joking. I am working on some unique scripting to go on between Widget Bane and Joe. That I'm all for recording. <laughs> Widget oh, Bane's going to have some you. unique voice soon, too. <laughs> So what are oh, yeah. your, your future plans for the mod? Well, like I said, one thing I want to venture into is actually putting in hostile NPCs and new areas. One thing that a lot of people have been requesting is that they want me to put the QGN hosts in their own unique little area and get them to quit loitering in Riverwood. So I'm thinking about venturing into doing that. But see, anything that I do with the mod, because I'm by no means a professional with this, I have to spend at least an entire night learning how to do whatever I'm planning on doing, and then whoever knows how long working on implementing it. I feel you there, man. Yeah, like when I was trying to get just the base hosts working, I kept running into some bug where your character kept pulling out a broom and sweeping floors, and I was to the point I wanted to rip my hair out because I could not figure out what the problem was. I kept deleting him and remaking him, and he just kept wanting to do that. The floor then, was dirty. Yeah, but <laughs> even when you'd be outside, he'd just whip out a broom and start sweeping. The ground yeah. is dirty? And, you, know, you know what the worst part about it was, Dave? He'd look you right in the eye and he'd go, you know, you and I are the only two people around here with any sense. <laughs> but yeah, you're telling me you got sense you're sweeping the dirt. That was terrible. So I made I made him kill and took him out, <laughs> and that was it. How implementation of number one of Joe ended up doing himself in, and about the next nineteen, and then eventually about attempt number twenty, I finally figured out what was wrong, and he put the freaking broom away and started using his bow. Finally, yeah. Then I had a bug with the Varwin when I first put him in there, where you could be attacking him. It would take him like 30 seconds to pull out his weapon and start fighting back. You know, he was like the overly large kid in gym class. Well, Fred, we're about out of time for this segment. So I just wanted to say thank you very much for coming on and talking about this. Is there anything last you want to say before we move on? Uh, No, I think you can kick me now if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to. Have a All great right. night, buddy, and thank you. Thank you so Good much. Night, guys. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for making this mod. Later, hey, thanks for inviting me. Bye. And now we're going to go ahead and move on to the crafting table. Ow! Son of a And here we are in the crafting table. Your mods and other game enhancements. Dar Dwarven... I cannot talk at all. Uh, Dwarven Machinery. What is this one? Well, um, basically, what this one does is it adds, it's a mod that adds a set of perks in the smithing skill tree that allows you to create dwarven machines, which essentially acts as a summon. You get dwarven spiders, spheres, and centurions. Now, these machines can be upgraded to be quite powerful. 
Furthermore, this mod allows several items to be upgraded, including the uh, allowing the creation of dwarven ballistas. All the summons and the ballista are deployed simply by dropping the item. The item is stored in the miscellaneous section of your inventory. You can pick up the items. You can pick them back up by hitting your action key for the summons or holding it for the ballista. Tapping the action key is going to fire and, and reload the ballista as well. All right. Also, there's a new, new perk. It comes with uh, new perk books, uh, which can be used to learn a, uh, a smithing perk. All right. Now, they drop from centurions and can be found in a few high-level dwarven chests. Now, to use them, again, just drop them out of your inventory, and, uh, and there you go. So that's it. So basically, you guys can have your own dwarven machine uh, you know, followers. In in Skyrim, nice. That's mm-hmm. uh, it's very interesting, actually. Yeah. What yeah, about our uh, our mini mod? Uh, mini mod is going to be Maluka's Stormcloak menu theme, and the song is going to be Age of Oppression. So the title is Maluka's Stormcloak menu theme, Age of Oppression by Turbo Snowy, and it's the theme that replaces uh, the main theme song to Skyrim with Maluka's song, Age of Oppression at the load-in screen. Very similar to, um, if you've seen my live stream, you'll see that my load-in screen, you'll hear, screen, you'll hear um, Morrowind, the theme to Morrowind play instead of the theme to Skyrim. Well, when you load up the game and you get the, the black screen with the menu options on the left and the, uh, the, em- the symbol of the empire, the, the dragon, the dragon diamond on the right, the loading screen, it'll have Maluka's song, Age of Oppression playing. Nice. That's it. Yeah, those are two mods for the week. Sounds good. We got that done really quick and easy, guys. And we do not have an Elder Scrolls today because Lou is not here, and that's his thing. So we're not going to do one. But look for it on next week's episode. But right now, we're going to go ahead and move on to the town square. Hear that? Something's going on in the town square. And here we are in the town square, your emails and iTunes shoutouts. And for today, our first email comes in from Holly E, and she says, Hi guys, I love your show. Just thought I'd let tell you a funny story about how my boyfriend shot himself with an arrow. He was shooting at a <laughs> dragon that was hovering straight over his head and missed. The arrow kept going, arced, and came straight down on top of his skull. Not as epic as a hawk, but funny all the same. Keep up the great work. <laughs> I tried to repeat this. You can't shoot straight up. I was trying to run after the arrow to try to make it happen. I don't know how he did it. Bad wind shear? I don't know. Well, I don't think it was by choice. <laughs> yeah. Something tells me that he didn't intend to get shot in the face with his own arrow. <laughs> I got him! I got him! <laughs> yeah, great email. <laughs> All right, our next email, Mystery of Arwen. All right, this comes from our old friend Shank, and he says, Hey, guys, your Banner Mirror segment last week posed the question. Why do you keep playing Skyrim? Skyrim, above all else, is the purest form of escapism. It does not matter what I was doing five hours before, one hour before, or even a minute before I picked up my controller. As soon as I turn on the game, I'm in a completely different world. Skyrim is all real for that moment I'm experiencing the game. I say experiencing the game instead of playing the game because I don't think one can simply play Skyrim as any other game. It's completely different. It's an experience that is absolutely real for that hour or two that you're in it. When I experience Skyrim, I am in the world. It's a living, breathing place that exists. 
There's no other game that has ever done this. Your loyal fan, fellow Skyrim enthusiast, and Twitter comrade, Shank. Hmm. Well, Shank, I, I think that's that's you know, I think you're you're definitely hitting the nail on the head. You're 100 percent right. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say about that because there's nothing really to say about it. Yeah, well, <laughs> again, I, he's completely correct. That's exactly how I feel too. All what, right. what can you say? Exactly. Well, why don't you take care of the next email, Dave? Absolutely. This one comes from Mike, a.k.a. Spiffster. Awesome nickname, bro. All right. This says, uh, is there any way that you think that user-generated content will make it into ESO? That there's uh, one thing that made the other Elder Scrolls game so replayable, you know, aside from the awesome deep gameplay. Thanks, Mike. Um, can I answer this, guys? Yeah, sure. sure. Uh, they are going to have, we're, well, we don't know for sure, but we are hoping they're going to release the API, but that is not actually creating in-game content. That's creating user interface content um, and things of that nature and little quirky things that are only for your game alone and not as a server as whole. It would be virtually impossible for them to do that unless it was extremely good because they would take down the servers. It would take hundreds of man hours. It just wouldn't be feasible. But the API version, kind of like how World of Warcraft does mods, we're hoping will be implemented. This yeah, kind of like add-ons. Yeah, this kind of a staple thing for what Elder Scrolls is, is letting users create that kind of generated content. It's not really in-game based content, like extra mobs or a new story quest chain, but it's definitely something that they need to do. I love it when... when um you know, we happen to get emails and we, we use them for the show. And then the, the author of the email is actually in the chat room. It's, it's <laughs> always, it always makes me smile. Guys, if you write us an email, try and see if you could show up for the live show and hang out in our chat room with us. Cause if we, if we pick your email, I mean, it's, it's definitely a cool thing on, on both sides. So, uh, Spifter in the chat room. Thanks for, thanks for a great question. You guys, any, any other comment on that? No, well, I, you know, I, yeah. one thing I do want to say is, it's a resource that they already have for all of the other games. What would it hurt to pull those people in from modding the other games and say, here's your API for this one, make us some cool add-ons? All that's going to do is pull in their customers and keep that loyal fan base loyal. I think this uh, is an excellent idea if they if they do they that. They couldn't do it for generated content in-game. No, no, I mean like add-ons. Oh, add-ons? Yeah, well, I th- I'm... I'm, I'm I'm about 95% sure they're going to add an API into it. Yeah. Um, to allow and I'm all for it. Yeah. This is the game that that could make that work for them. There are negatives and positives to an API being opened up for a game, but that's for another discussion. Our next email comes from Brian. He says, Hey folks, I've been playing a stealth archer lately. It seems pretty overpowered in general. The monsters ne- never know that I'm there, and most things die with one shot. My question is, how do you think this playstyle will get handled in Elder Scrolls Online? I think one of the videos I watched mentioned that every character can sneak as well as block and sprint, and all three of those skills use stamina. So I can picture sneaking using up stamina so that you could only do it for short stretches. Otherwise, it seems like the playstyle will be very will be a little too powerful for an MMO. Any thoughts on the style, might? Any thoughts on how the how style, the style might, play? might play? The how was missing? Yeah. I had been learning to leaning towards a caster character, but I'm having so much fun with my sneaky archer in Skyrim that I'm tempted to do this for my ESO character. Thanks, Brian. Uh, I don't think they're overpowered in Skyrim. I mean, 
I think every play style, if done right, is overpowered eventually. That's just the way a one-player game rolls. You want to be that way. But, yeah, it's fun. I mean, I, I obviously, my favorite play style in, in the game completely is Stealthy Archer, but Elder Scrolls Online, not going to be exactly the same way of doing it, as far as we know. Uh, you guys got comments on that? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> when it comes to a one-player game and um, an MMO... You have to you have to uh, build the game differently. So, I mean, um, eventually you do become overpowered in in the in the single player game in Skyrim. Um, don't expect that to happen in in ESO because they have to they have to balance your class along with all other classes, and then also you know they have to keep in mind PvP as well because that's a game feature that that MMOs have and and fans look forward to involving themselves in. So. Um, you know, you're right, uh, Brian, when you say that, that sneaking as it is in Skyrim would be overpowered in an MMO, but I, I don't, don't think it would be. I, I, I understand where he's coming from, but I have to interrupt you cause I don't, I don't think it would be overpowered. Skyrim, when you sneak, doesn't make you invisible like, oh, every other MMO out there. I, well, I there, want them to there's keep ways that. that yeah, but there's ways that you can make them invisible. I mean, between the, you know, uh, perks that you can get for smithing, alchemy, enchanting, and then some of the gear that you get as well, you can become over 100% sneaking to the point where it actually breaks the game and, and you're visible. You're so, you're so invisible, you're visible. You know, guys, I said this before, and I'm going to say it again. I really hope that general PvP is not in this game. It's going to break it. It's going to ruin it. If they're going to do any kind of PvP in arena style, it would be fine. But no open world PvP, no battleground crap. That's just going to destroy the game. And then that's when this whole, is stealth going to be worth it? And how is it going to work? It's going to screw up everything. If they keep it PvE-centric, the way people love their Elder Scrolls games, perfect. No issue. If everyone can sneak, what's the problem? That, too, sounds like a much larger discussion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's something for another bannered mare at another time. Yeah, may, may have to keep that for a bannered mare. <laughs> Before I was over here taking notes, that's in the next episode 29. Pretty much, yeah, I'm taking notes on this one. <laughs> All right, I'll get the next email if everyone is, is hey, okay with that. I'll yeah. tell you that, jeez. And this mind. comes from Paul W., who says, Hi, first, great podcast. I listen to it every week. I have 585 hours of game time in Skyrim. Your post for episode 35 looks like it has a typo. In quotes, we do, we still play Skyrim. <laughs> Perhaps you mean, why do we still dot, 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 end quote. Anyway, not sure if you've ever touched on this, but in the Felglow Keep, I found a book that talks about Ethereum, a rare luminescent blue crystal found in some Dwimmer ruins. I don't know if this substance is available in Skyrim currently, but lore on it would be interesting. If you have any, I can't believe after all these hours, I know little of this material. Paul W. Paul, you're 100% right. We do we still play Skyrim is a typo, and uh, that's probably my fault, so I apologize. Um Good, uh, good looking, bro. <laughs> as far as the as far as the Ethereum, we'll uh, we'll see if we can task our lore I, master. I already, I already know the answer to that. Oh well, then we'll task our Dave Adams. It's <laughs> all of the quest started by the Ethereum Wars book. We covered it on the last episode. 
which was episode 35, the one he's talking about. Mm-hmm. But that's exactly the question he's asking, is that entire quest chain that we covered last episode. Okay. So, I, I, the only way for me to give an explanation is to, to spoil it completely, so I can't do that. Okay, so the quest chain is, is ultimately about this, this uh, substance. Yeah, so okay. we can't so then, even go into that. <laughs> so, Paul, do the quest. Do the quest. You found you found uh, you found Felglook Keep right. You got you got Ethereum. Talks about that whole luminescent blue crystal thingamajigger that uh, it's in the Dwemer ruins. Does that it offers the quest right when you pick up the the book? You Ethereum get the quest. Wars, or, yes, you get the it, quest. It's the, when you read it. All right, that's what I'm not making the connection to because he's just saying Ethereum, and I'm wondering is it the same thing as as Ethereum? It is, it is the same thing. Okay, so he got he's got that quest then. Uh, was it last or lost? Yeah, it's the lost to the ages or something like lost that. Lost to the ages. Okay, great. Yeah, so awesome. do the quest, Paul. Get her done. Since Get Lou's done. not here, I'm going to go ahead and read out the five star review shout outs myself. America, Eric J, Indra, Olysence, 1984, JM, zero two two zero nine. In the UK, we have. Dome the Typer, Doc Lover, David E. Thanks for your five star reviews. Your, your five star reviews, guys. I really appreciate it. And uh, final thoughts: Don't trust that rumor about the next DLC. It's bogus. It's crap. Don't get excited. It's only going to get your hopes up. Uh, Varwin. Yeah, I, I, I agree. You know. Uh, when, when be careful when reading Twitter and and all these gaming uh, <laughs> sites and all that because uh, you could end up giving your email to uh, Osama bin Laden's cousin. <laughs> so don't do it, Dave. Oh man, yeah take uh, take Reddit with a grain of salt, please. If it isn't an official source, don't uh, yell at Beth about it. Fair enough. Dave, you want to take us out with the how to reach us? Absolutely. You can reach us by going to ElderScrollsOffTheRecord.com. Check us out there. Or you can go to our hub, which is all of our shows, at QuestGamingNetwork.com. You can even send us in an email at ElderScrollsOffTheRecord at gmail.com. And remember, if you go to any of our sites, that's any of the QuestGamingNetwork.com sites or even... ElderScrollsOffTheRecord.com. You can take our radio survey. It takes about five minutes. It's on each of the websites. It's vastly more important than our five-star reviews, even though we love our five-star iTunes reviews also. Uh, remember, you can also, on those sites, check out our $10 mentions just for pretty much any quick blurb. Only uh, like a 10 to 15 second blurb at the very beginning of the show. If you have any questions about that, uh, feel free to send us in an email. Again, ElderScrollsOffTheRecord at gmail.com. Don't forget our other shows... Uh, like Diablo Off the Record, which is awesome, is on Friday nights. Uh, Minecraft Off the Record is Sunday nights. Sotor Reforge is Monday nights. All of them are recorded live at livestream.com slash the quest show at 7 p.m. Except for Diablo Off the Record, which is a weirdo, it's at 6. Because it's, it's, it's just gotta be different. Remember also, Planet Side Off the Record is every other week. It should have been tonight, but they had a, again, had a little bit of, uh, a news lapse. Yeah, there was absolutely zero to talk about, so the show would have been five yeah. minutes. So no point in to really talk about it then. 
Yeah, until news comes out for that, or they release, they remove the uh, uh, NDA. What is it? NDA, the DNR, the NDA. Yeah, um, they can't really go weekly on that until that happens. But once news comes out, or they lift the the NDA, they'll be able to uh, go weekly. So that'll be cool. Actually, having that as a weekly show. Also, remember that uh, our. Community Cast is also Friday nights after Diablo Off the Record. You can catch us on Twitter. You can catch Elder Scrolls Off the Record at, at Elder Scrolls OTR, all one word. You can k- check out Joe at author J.R. Wilson. You can check out Evarwin at Evarwin, E V A R W Y N. You can check out Lou, who unfortunately ain't here today, but he's, he's, at, he's on uh, Twitter. At GamerGuy11B. And you can check me out at DIENFORCE. D I. My throat still hurts. D I E N FORCE. Elder Scrolls Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Miller Network. And I just want to say, Foos for all you all next week. Take care, everyone. Be safe. May the Foos be with you. Have a great one, y'all. Foos Rota. It's okay, Joe. Don't worry. I'm in control now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or not. So, today, Zenimax files applications for trademark Katamari Dovahkiin. In a stunning partnership with Nintendo, Zenimax <laughs> has filed for Pokekeen. <laughs> in quotes, we really felt crossbows were just a stepping stone to guns. Zenimax reported today Call of Duty Tamriel Trouble was announced. It's great hearing Dave's voice to the Hello Kitty backdrop. His voice to the Hello Kitty backdrop. (laughs) There's a special level of hell for people like you, (laughs) Marlon. Actually, Hello Kitty off the record is the next in line. So y'all can be excited about that because that is coming down the pipe. Who's all down?